0: WPG Talk Radio
1: 95.5. Welcome back to First Light on this Thursday morning. So that big Falcon 9 rocket with the reusable booster rockets and the crew Dragon manned space capsule on top, well, it didn't fly into orbit yesterday, as had been hoped, and then, of course, on to the International Space Station. Clayton Nemel is back with us today with a look at what happened.
2: Michael, the flight to the International Space Station called off 16 minutes ahead of launch. Dragon SpaceX, unfortunately, um, we are not going to launch today. You are go for 5.100 launch scrub. Astronauts not shocked by the decision, as liftoff was 50 50 with inclement weather in the forecast.
1: 5.100, it was a good effort by the teams and we understand and we'll meet
2: you there. Crews had a small window of opportunity to lift off in time to reach the International Space Station in orbit. When it was missed, Crews began the process of shutting down for the day.
3: We're ready for seat rotation when you are. Copy that, uh, we'll wait for the closeout team to open the hatch and uh, verify clearance, and then we can execute sea rotation. Still
2: a much anticipated launch, and when the weather permits, it'll be the first time. NASA's teamed up with the private sector to send astronauts to space. Veteran astronaut Doug Hurley says he remains confident in the mission and the spacecraft.
4: From a first flight standpoint, certainly it, there, there might be some greater quantifiable risk to some degree, but Probably no different than any other uh, space flight that that we have
2: flown humans on before. Uh, in that regard, and astronaut Bob Bankin says there's
3: nerves, but those will be set aside. I really expect a, maybe a tinge of ner- nervousness, but that's really going to be it's really going to be dominated by that you know precise focus on on everything that's in front of us to pull off a, a mission like this. SpaceX's Dragon spacecraft
2: rescheduled to launch this Saturday afternoon. I'm Clayton Neville. Michael, thanks, Clayton.
1: Well, I mentioned a short time ago that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has notified Congress that the Trump administration no longer regards Hong Kong as independent, as autonomous from mainland China. And that means that the United States can withdraw these preferential trade and financial deals that the former British colony has enjoyed since it went back to Chinese rule in 1997. Correspondent Christy Lou Stout has more on the impact of the Secretary of State's statement. For the territory, it would mean that the United States would treat Hong Kong the same way it treats China in terms of both trade and other purposes. It also means it would jeopardize billions of dollars worth of trade between Hong Kong and the United States. It also would dissuade people and companies from setting up shop and establishing themselves, investing in Hong Kong. It would also hurt China because Hong Kong is a very valuable east-west conduit for international finance and trade. The administration sees the move as putting China on notice that Hong Kong's perks are in jeopardy. And that's it for Thursday's First line. Thanks to David Ozeal and Bill Michaels. I'm Michael Toscano. We will see you tomorrow. To help keep your home up and running, the Home Depot has the appliance help you can count on. Download the Home Depot app or visit homedepot.com to search for savings on top brands like LG. With ratings and reviews to give you confidence, special buy savings, and free delivery, you'll get the appliances you need to keep your home running without even leaving home. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Free delivery on purchases of 396 dollars or more. Continental U.S. only.
5: Listen up, South Jersey. Sergeant Seal Coat here. Do you want to extend the life of your asphalt, protect your investment, and give your property curb appeal? Then you should call Sergeant Seal Coat today for all your seal coating, line striping, and asphalt maintenance needs. Veteran owned, family operated, serving all of South Jersey since 2015. Call 855 Sergeant Seal today. That's 855 S G T S
6: E A L.
0: FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3, HD3 Millville.
6: Another loud, angry night in Minneapolis. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Protesting again. There was also looting over the death of a black man Monday during an arrest. An officer seen on video kneeling on George Floyd's neck.
0: A man was killed outside of a pawn shop overnight. Police haven't confirmed he was looting and what led to his death. But the mayor of Minneapolis is now calling for the National Guard to step in. This is chaos erupted in the streets. Tear gas and flash grenades being used by officers. Protesters countering with fireworks and throwing back the tear gas.
6: Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. Four officers have been fired. The F- FBI is helping to investigate. The manhunt is over for a University of Connecticut student, Peter Manfredoni, accused of murdering two people, stealing guns and cars, and then at a truck stop in Maryland. Taken without incident, law enforcement agencies tell us here. We're in Hagerstown at the Washington County Detention Center, and a source here on the ground confirming just moments ago that he was brought here around 2 a.m. Fox's Griff Jenkins says more states get ready to lift more corona restrictions. The number of virus deaths in the U.S. has now topped 100,000. China is moving forward, cracking down on Hong Kong. Fox's Simon Owen has more live. Dave, after months of pro-democracy
2: protests in Hong Kong, China's parliament approving a new national security law for the city, pro-democracy activist Joshua Wong now calling on the US to impose sanctions. To let Beijing know that it's a must to completely withdraw and stop the implementation of national security law. The U.S., the U.K., and the EU have all criticized the new law as a threat to free speech. China's premier, Li Keqiang, saying the legislation will benefit Hong Kong's long-term stability and prosperity. Meanwhile, the pro-democracy protests continue. Dave.
6: Simon SpaceX will try again Saturday after scrubbing a launch yesterday of two astronauts. America's listening to Fox News.
5: or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
7: Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-858-1199. 800-858-1199. 800-858-1199.
0: WBG Talk Radio 95.5 weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero.
7: A bit sticky out there today with moderate to high humidity and high temperatures for South Jersey reaching for about 74 degrees. Patchy morning fog, then lots of cloud cover, a chance for a shower at some point, and a moderate risk of rip currents along the Jersey Shore. Cloudy tonight with some fog. Low of 68. Pretty muggy. And tomorrow will be steamy. High of 79. Mostly cloudy with a few thunderstorms too. One more round of Rain early Saturday, then flipping to sunshine with falling humidity, still warm Saturday at 80 degrees. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
2: Attention salute. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground, to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame.
4: want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley.
0: You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
3: Four minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. If you're a space fan, yep, you got your heart broken yesterday. How long did you hang in? Thankfully, I have to tell you, they didn't hook me in for five hours and just blah, 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 blah. I watched a tiny little bit of it, and then I just went on to some other things. I actually set myself an alarm. I came back about 20 or so minutes before the SpaceX was supposed to launch with astronaut Hurley and the other guy. Forgive me, I can't remember the other guy's name. You can understand why. Oh, has anybody else uh, taken note that the uniforms, spacesuits, whatever you want to call them, Craig Tanzola is awake. Now, he's a uniform god, Those uniforms are terrible. I'm telling you, Noah Hurley Baker, me, and Craig. I wouldn't even need Craig's wife or his sons. We could have designed, with our eyes closed, better uniforms. How about the other things? Almost look like, I don't even know what, old-fashioned prison uniforms? With the number on the back and the circle? And then you have the spacesuit and I'm thinking what does this remind me of? And it's a combination of sort of a X Games type winter uniform or something. If you're going to be a, 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 a like a snowboard jumper or whatever they are. Uh, look, the, the the whole thing was really cool getting into the tesla the hurley on the arm i mean i loved it all and sort of from the waist up it's not so bad but it's it's not well done still love my space program but whew, i don't know when you think about it tesla billions of dollars you could you could design anything The suits, the space suits, poorly done. Everything else, the Dragon capsule, very cool. Touchscreen, really neat. The chairs, the way they operate, everything about it. Then the thing is about 15 minutes away, and the NASA administrator comes on. It's all systems go. And unfortunately, there was lightning in the area and scrubbed until Saturday at, I believe, 3.24 p.m. Now, I have somewhere I have to be. I have a Saturday ritual that I do. It's my only entertainment of the week. We pick up dinner and we drop it off at four different locations. So it's I think I'm going to be able to watch the blast off and then I'll put on either Discovery or Fox in my car, and we'll be able to listen to it. I'm going to miss some of the stuff, but we'll be able to watch the blast off. The good news is if it takes off, it's going to take off on time, or it's not going to take off, and then the next window would be Sunday. There is no window. It's interesting. There's no window today. There's no window tomorrow, and it's a shame. It got pretty. It was really blue sky looking great, and then 15 minutes or so before the the liftoff, all of a sudden I got I got busy for a few minutes, and then I saw. Uh, space SpaceX launch scrubbed. I was like, "How did I miss that?" What the guy was the NASA guy was just on green light, and just like that, it was it was postponed. So Saturday at 3:24, I don't remember what time. It will be on Sunday. I think you've been paying attention because, oh my gosh, uh, the article that I wrote for WPGtalkradio.com, and we link these things to our Facebook page, just a ton of your readership. But, I mean, come on already. Can you use the words, three words, out of control? South Jersey Transportation Authority... And you know we've been covering this closer than anyone for quite a while now, even the first time when it got delayed for a little bit. But we knew it was still going to happen. They've raised the tolls by nearly 40%. That's on the total average, more than that in some of the breakdowns. The Parkway tolls have been raised by 27%. New Jersey Turnpike tolls raised by 36%. Let me give you an example. If you're riding the turnpike, just a car, you're talking about a $19 proposition. If you happen to be in a truck, $77. This is just out of control. This this state is officially whacked. It's officially a joke, officially out of control. Parkway Plaza tolls. Way up. The on and off ramps. Way up. They're crushing people. Think about it. I know almost every single person that I know. Would say the same thing to this equation. From property taxes. To fees. To tolls. To every which way. They can clip you. You think about. What the hell am I doing here? But then you think about your kids, your grandkids. You love the area. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I could, I could win the debate trophy if Mr. Dave Pfeiffer were heading up the mock debate. He was very good at that, by the way, at Holy Spirit High School. They were, they were great teams. Did you know Dana Perino was a debate team champion? Doesn't surprise you, does it? Very, very um, good person, kind person. I could win this debate on other side. I, on either side, I could make the case to get the hell out, and I could make the case for how it, it is almost suspension of belief, but the case for staying. But if you think about it, you think about the amount of property taxes, sales taxes, fees, tolls, service charges. I mean, any way they can possibly tax something on. Honestly, I really believe that, especially if you travel on these roads, that you just got a massive increase in your life. It's, it's not pennies. I'm very glad that Margie and I, quite a while ago, we, we have, um, we. I can't say that I don't ride the, the toll roads, be, roads, because I do. If I'm in a rush and I have to get into Atlantic City, I'm not going to go all the way through EHT, Summers Point, uh, Longport, Margate, Ventnor, Atlantic City. I'm not going to do that. But when I can plan it, For example, my uh, Saturday Supper Club, I go, when I make the one trip into Atlantic City, I go Schoolhouse Road to 559 to Bay Avenue, Longport Bridge, Longport, Margate, Ventnor, finally into Atlantic City. And I like it. it. Clearly, it takes longer. I haven't really done the economics of how much more gas you burn versus how much you would spend if you if you did the uh the expressway in but we've been doing this for a while and I guess it's it's sort of been a uh like a silent protest. I haven't talked about it. I haven't really thought about it other than I enjoy the scenic route. I love looking around. I love looking at homes, I love looking at work that people do to upkeep. I love seeing pride of ownership. I mean, I, I really enjoy it. And yes, twice when I'm doing my Saturday supper club, I get to go by the um, Ventnor City Hall and their tattered flag. Want to bet? Oh my God, that's they, they, there was some non-pro tunk decision made uh, before a commission meeting, and somebody signed. A purchase order, I guarantee you there's a flag on order. Somebody has to be saying whether it's um, Mayor Beth or Commissioner Creepy uh, that, get the flag already! I'm sick of listening to this guy. I'm not stopping until there's a new flag flying. I've done this before. One time, I can't remember it, I think it took like a month and finally uh, some public entity that should have known better I'm not sure, but I think somebody like Bill Butler would know the answer to this. When the flag is tattered, you're not supposed to fly it at all. They should take it down. And it'd be better to have no flag than to have that flag. And for several Saturdays in a row, I I first noticed it, I think, like a month ago. And then I keep thinking every Saturday when I go by and I go by twice that they can't have that still up. That won't be up for... I remember saying before Memorial Day weekend when we left on Friday that can't be up still. And Saturday whoosh, went by. Yep, there it is. How do you do that? There's not too much you have to do. You're commissioner and ventnor. You're almost stealing the money. You make sure that the, that the the town is clean you try to keep the taxes down the best that you can tough tough and challenging times not a whole lot and you certainly shouldn't you're in there every day or several times a week it's one of those things when I was a hotel executive I always I walked oh my gosh did I walk the property and I always walked the property like I was trying to see it for the first time. Because when you get accustomed to certain things, you can become nose blind. You can become just impervious to seeing things that somebody's seeing it for the first time. For example, if, if some call it housekeeping, some call it environmental services. Sometimes the cleaning the the floor, vacuuming and things, going up very close to the baseboard over a period of time, you'd have a line going through about the middle of the baseboard. It would be the height of the um, the vacuum cleaner and the height of the baseboard, and it and it looks terrible. It looks even though it's just worn, it looks like dirt. So that's something you have to stay on top of. That you want. The carpet's clean, so it's not like you can really uh, give housekeeping or environmental services that hard a time because to get the corners, you got to get in there, and to get in there, you got to hit the trim. To hit the trim, you cause the damage, and so you have to stay on top of that. You just have it on regular maintenance. If you don't look at that kind of thing, if it's, if it's good enough, you hear people say, ah, it's good enough. Good enough isn't good enough. Good enough isn't great. You should always dare to be great. So the little things, the attention to detail. I will tell you, I I know that town's not well run because if you can leave something like that up there for weeks, even after you're being publicly ridiculed, I can tell you I could get a flag sent overnight. They've run, they've flown that thing for weeks. It 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 truly is evidence that it's a poorly run town. I promise you. I don't even have to look at the numbers. I just guarantee you. You let something like that. I mean, that is a beautiful, historic building. It's it's magnificent. I love it. And when you don't take care of the small things, I can promise you, you're not taking care of the big things. Because they're worried about who's not... Who's standing still on the beach or who's trying to put a bike on the boardwalk seven days before I, the creepy commissioner, say you can? I mean, come on already. Get 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 over yourself. We're not impressed. But what a day. What a day yesterday was. It was just every hour or so. Boom. Parkway tolls, 27% increase. Turnpike tolls, 36% increase. And then the... The crown jewel of them all came in last. I don't mean last as in last place, but the last of them all to raise for the day. And do you think it was a coincidence? This was like some monster movie. This was some some bloody Wednesday during a pandemic. Hey, we got an idea. People don't want to get sick. People don't want to die. We'll raise the tolls. You think, it, you think it's an accident? Remember one of the Hurley in the mor- morning tenants, doctrine, principles. There are no coincidences. Parkway, Turnpike, SJTA, all in one day. A, a bloody drive-by. No accident, I promise you. But look at those numbers. That is staggering stuff. And I'm telling you, I hate to say it. I've really been holding back. But where do you see what's coming? Think about the billions in structural deficit that we are experiencing right now. Can you imagine what's coming next? I'll just put it out there. I don't even want to. I could torture it. I could break it down. It's just there's, there's too much unpleasantry right now to um, to go into that but it's um, it's coming and you're not going to like it we'll be back in a few minutes I'm Hurley in the Morning on WPG
4: Fox News Commentary a former top media executive makes a startling admission more next your
0: employees and customers have new expectations when it comes to cleanliness Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared a trained Cintas technician Can apply disinfectant and sanitizer spray to common surfaces. And we'll keep you well stocked with gloves, face masks, hand sanitizer, and disinfectant wipes, professional cleaning supplies, and PPE. Just a few ways Cintas can help you keep your business safe. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday.
4: In a Wall Street Journal column, former CBS News president Van Gordon Sauter admitted that the political media isn't just liberal leaning, but is gripped by aggressive bias. He writes, quote, Much of journalism has become the clarion voice of the quote unquote resistance, dedicated to ousting the president, even though he was legally elected and according to the polls, enjoys the support of about forty-four percent of likely twenty twenty voters. This poses significant problems not only for Mr. Trump, but for the media's own standing. End quote. For Mr. Sauter, who led CBS News in the eighties, this creates credibility problems ultimately he writes the media finds the deplorables deplorable one solution he recommends is for journalists to admit their biases openly and stop the charade of impartiality that would be a start but I think far too many in the media are wedded to a fairy tale about their own profession that many Americans no longer believe. That's your Fox News commentary. The call. Sean
0: Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio
3: 95.5. Hey, thanks for waking up early in the morning. A lot more to share with you. We're going to have some open forum for the first part of the 7 o'clock hour. At 7.45, Tommy Hicks, who has been with us on one other occasion, he's really good. Uh, I think he's really rich, too, but that's besides the point. Uh, He is the co-chairman of the Republican National Committee, and we have an ambitious 15-minute schedule that we're going to um, cover this morning. We're going to talk about the Republican National Committee's protect-the-vote effort. This, in my estimation is probably one of, if you had to pick something, obviously, strength of the candidate, which we have a great candidate seeking re-election, the president. We have a great candidate for the um, House of Representatives in Van Drew in District 2, uh, and a really great uh, down-ballot slate. Uh, But one of the most important things outside of the candidates themselves, and that they're good and that they're... Electable and hardworking and all of that, or reelectable in several cases. This protect the vote project is—it's got to be one of the most important things that can that that has to be achieved. When I tell you, this pandemic is extremely unfortunate. First of all, at the human resource level, but also uh, the Democrats are using this. They're going to try to beat President Trump to death with it, that he's killing people. And that then they use it to change the way that we vote. And this helps them with their scheme of illegals voting because they're just going to send them ballots. Oops, what did we do? I don't know. They they got a self-report. Don't worry. This is going to be so tough for every single one of you that I tangle with. On the phone lines, oh, it's over. It's it's a no way. I'm telling you right now, Yahweh, not Yahweh. That's something altogether different. Yahweh, it's it is so in doubt because of so many things and a bunch of them beyond anybody's control. How will the American people process the pandemic? How are we going to be doing? When people go November 3rd has this subsided and we're growing by a million jobs plus a month, some some wonderful stuff like that, then it's very, very good. If it comes back and people are getting sick and people are closing states again, you can't, you, you just can't blame the American people if they say, I just can't take any more of this. I'm just going to, I'm going to try something else. Then they're going to pick a crypt Keeper. Weekend at Bernie's. Do you see this guy with his sunglasses on and that face mask? And I'm not not picking on the face mask. I'm just saying this is crazy. Joe Biden in his basement with his face mask and his sunglasses, even when it's not sunny, because he knows. He knows there's nobody home. So he's covering that up. Look at all the times. Nobody was the other day. When he came out of the basement for the first time in two and a half months, Joe Biden wasn't wearing sunglasses. No one was wearing sunglasses except Joe Biden, because I'm telling you, you know, I'm telling the truth on this. You know it. Look at those eyes. Nobody's home. Anybody home? Not here. I got my sunglasses on, though. I'm here now. After the bottom of the hour break, I'm going to share with you uh, an item that I learned about regarding wearing a face mask for extended periods of time. People have been complaining about feeling faint, feeling dizzy. I'm going to get into the ins and outs of that because for a while, and I hope not forever, but for a while... We're going to be wearing these things. I obviously don't wear one while I'm broadcasting. But guess what? If I go out of my studio, I put a face mask on. And I'm doing that to be considerate to others. That's really what the face mask is about. You not getting somebody else sick. But for example... I drive and I see these people wearing face masks in their own car. Give me a break. What are you, nuts? Are you kidding me? You're suffocating yourself under that? You're having a CO2 uh, party with your with yourself in your car all by yourself with a mask on? Come on. That's stupid. But I keep them in my car. And if I were to go anywhere, and, and here's here's the reality. I have not been in any store I did have to stop by the auto plaza uh, about two weeks ago and I just had a, a service appointment but I think other than that I haven't been to a store other than curbside pickup but then again it's not a store I'm in my car I popped the trunk open I paid for it over the phone and so that, that doesn't count I'm just in my car pop the trunk put it in the trunk they shut the trunk and away we go that's my Saturday, uh, that's my weekly entertainment. Four stops, see you later. But I haven't been in any store. We, Margie and I have been 100% compliant. Other than, of course, Monday through Friday, I do uh, travel here to Broadcast Center in a studio that no one else is in. But in terms of the mask... When we come back, I'm going to share with you, do you have anything to worry about with an increased CO2 level? Oh, I did do one other thing. I did give a pint of blood uh, a week or so ago. I, if I go into my daytimer, I could look at it. So I wore a mask for, this was the first time in my life that I ever had a mask on for this length of time. It was about an hour and a half straight with a face mask on truth is i didn't feel lightheaded i didn't feel dizzy i didn't like it uh but i imagine if you were in a super hot like if you were going to disney world and you have to wear a face mask 100 degrees or something 90 degrees i imagine that would get um very uncomfortable uh uncomfortable um but i wore it for an hour and a half, I, I, I got there at about 1030, and I was there until about 12 noon, maybe, maybe a little bit before that. So may not have been – well, no, it was probably every bit the hour and a half because I, it was a 1030 appointment. But I got there before 1030, and I think I got out of there a little before 12 noon, and I couldn't wait. I got in my car. And I took that sucker off. I'm, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I think it, I, if you take my recommendation, you don't have to wear a face mask in your own car. would be Would be my that would be my uh, approach. You you might have a different approach because I see I see the people. I'm thinking, what are you doing? There's nobody else in the car. Look, if you were with some stranger or something like that. Hey, put a face mask on. It's almost like your seatbelt. Put a face mask on. I'll put a face mask on. But by yourself in your own car with a face mask on? What? What do you got going on in that car that, I mean, is is there alien? uh, Did you bring back moon rocks? And you're worried about microorganisms or something? I mean, it's just totally unbelievable. But this stuff can get out of control. And don't forget, we were once told, don't wear a mask it's not good and you could get sick. Then all of a sudden, you got to wear a mask. How How can both of them, how can either of them be the answer? How can they flip the stuff like that? But then again, if you were here with us yesterday, CDC, uh, with respect to the uh, coronavirus on surfaces, first, it was going to last hours, if not days, depending on the type of surface. Then... It doesn't really matter. It's, you're not going to get it from surfaces. But then I know what happened. The crazies got to the CDC. So then they flipped their script back to it can live on surfaces. Did you ever believe that you'd live through, number one, a pandemic? that doesn't happen, but maybe once every hundred plus years, but that also you'd live to see that every single thing, no matter what, Republicans think that it's overblown. Democrats don't think it's overblown. Republicans think uh, hydroxychloroquine could be helpful. Democrats think it can kill you even though it's been around for 65 or 70 years. Everything's political, no matter what. Democrats want to stay closed. Republicans want to open. Should I continue? Markley,
0: Van Camp, and Robbins. Somebody needs to grab these jackasses by the lapels and shake them. The governors? Yes. Stop it. Stop with your nonsense. Stop with your zaniness. Stop with your power base. Stop it. No one's trying to kill anyone here. Or well, just trying to follow the science. Well, you're not following the science, though. The science is yeah. dictating things are going the other direction right now, and you just ignore it. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins, weekday afternoons at 1 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Nine four. Brian Kilmeade is next at ten. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio ninety-five point five.
3: Thirty-seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. So here's the deal. This is as far as I know, but understand, uh, it's subject to change. By the way, I want to thank a dear friend. I, I had a lot of messages um that were piling up during the first thirty five minutes of the program, and a wonderful friend who I'll protect, wanted to donate a flag to Ventnor, and I I let them know this is not your standard three-by-five, and I know they make them a little bit bigger than that. And, of course, they also make gigantic flags. The Ventnor City Hall flag, I would call that a jumbo flag. It's not as big as the car wash in uh, Absekin, near Gary's Restaurant, or as big as the one in Summer's Point, but it's huge. So we're, it's, a, it's, a, it's an expensive proposition, uh, and it's not one of the ones that um, one of the local organizations could just make happen. So kind offer, but they're, they're going to have to uh, take care of their own business. So does wearing a face mask increase CO2 levels? Here we go. Health officials are urging us to wear face masks in public. Of course, unless you're Joe Biden, then you go outside and you complain to CNN on camera that President Trump doesn't wear a mask while he's outside and you're complaining about President Trump not wearing a mask while he's outside while you're complaining outside not wearing a mask. But you understand there's no there's no hypocrisy for Democrats, but they are urging us to wear face masks in public. I'm waiting for the first person or persons I see this summer that have what I'm going to refer to as face mask tan. Because I'm telling you, many of these towns are requiring people to wear masks while you're on the beach. Who the hell's going to do that? You know the shape of a face mask. You're, you're going to look like um, like aqua lung creature from the, the Black Lagoon. Be like, what the hell happened to that person's face? No, no, no. Everything's good. That's just that's just face mask tan. That's in. You're gonna have to get like a 3D printer, and make a face mask the shape of your face, so that you can go out at night, or go be seen anywhere. It's gonna look a little weird. It's gonna be like, hey, what's up with that? The mouth doesn't move. What's up with this? But you can do this. You get your own face, face mask. I'm always here to help. So when you're wearing your own face, face mask, or as Bill O'Reilly would say, face masks. It's like the biggest announcement I've ever heard. I love it. I love it when he goes over the top. But you're getting asked to wear this, and then there are many people that after a prolonged period of time it makes them feel faint and dizzy See, I have, I have no spectrum of observation on this point other than my because anytime I've worn one if I walk out of the studio to go pick up something at the copy machine it's like two minutes or something not even we'll go to the restroom and come back a minute, two minutes just this one time when I wore it for an hour and a half I didn't feel lightheaded. I didn't feel dizzy, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But keep in mind, there's going to be people working an eight-hour shift. And also, too, if you're wearing an N95 mask, and I'll get to this in just a moment, that's a whole other story. If you're wearing a looser-fitting mask that will let some air in and things like that, it's altogether different or a lighter one I forget what they exactly call them the surgical mask the lighter one that's not the N95 but that N95 is tight and you're only getting the oxygen at the level that it can penetrate the item there was a driver in Lincoln Park that's in New Jersey crashed his SUV Into a poll, he was wearing an N95 mask last month, late last month, and he said he passed out, quote, due to insufficient oxygen intake, excessive carbon dioxide intake. According to Health Magazine, many people feel smothered wearing masks and wonder if the lack of oxygen coupled with increased inhalation of carbon dioxide CO2 may be the cause. The National Institutes of Health has stated that inhaling high levels of CO2 can be life-threatening. It triggers a condition called hypercapnia. Leave this to your trained broadcasting specialist. Don't, don't try these things at home. Just to show you that was no fluke. Hypercapnia, which leads to headaches, vertigo, double vision, seizures, or suffocation. Wonderful. Quote, it has to be a pretty high concentration to be capable of causing harm. This is a doctor by the name of Bill Carroll. He's an adjunct professor of chemistry at Indiana University, Bloomington. CO2, quote, is present in the atmosphere at a level of about. 0.04%. 0.04%. It is dangerous in the atmosphere when it is greater than about 10%. Carol said he doubts cloth face masks can cause anyone to pass out because they are generally loose-fitting and allow air to pass through their porous material. N95 masks, however, are another story. Quote, someone wearing an N95 mask for a prolonged period of time may have alterations in their blood chemistry that could lead to changes in level of consciousness, if severe. This is an infectious disease specialist, uh, not named. um, What's that guy's name again? Who's the America? Fauci. This is not Fauci saying that. This is somebody from Johns Hopkins Center for health security. He told Health Magazine that this would most likely happen to people who are smokers, overweight, older people, or others who have respiratory conditions. He added that there is no reason for the general public to even be wearing N95s. In the meantime, Stanford research engineers have created a new type of face mask using the N95 concept coupled with a device worn around the waist that generates pure, clean oxygen and pumps it into the mask so the wearer doesn't suffer from oxygen depletion. That Well, that be great. You'll have your own little uh, oxygen tank around your waist. Hey, what's that? The researchers claim that wearing an N95 mask can reduce oxygen intake from 5% to 20%. Quote, that's significant even for a healthy person. It can cause dizziness and lightheadedness. If you wear a mask long enough, it can damage the lungs. For a patient in respiratory distress, it can even be life-threatening. They've developed a working prototype of their device and plan to market it to first responders, doctors, nurses, or anyone Who has to wear a mask for the foreseeable future? Uh, That's no joke. All of that is no joke. That's um, the stuff we have to think about when we make changes and do things we've never done before. There's the law of unintended consequences. There's the law of intended consequences. If you strap your face and completely cover it up, you can expect that something very unnatural is going on. But with the typical lighter face mask that you're wearing intermittently, not to worry. But for our heroes out there that are wearing them for eight hours or more, and and I'm a nurse dad, I've got a daughter that is wearing an N95 for hours and hours and hours, five days a week. I worry about that. And I worry about that because I am. Early in the morning,
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. com. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
3: Okay, ad nauseum, here's what you're going to be hearing as the day goes on. The U.S. coronavirus death toll crosses 100,000 in harrowing milestone that's the kind of reporting that's going to be taking place. It's going to be trumpeted. You can get ready for it because uh it just occurred last evening when Johns Hopkins tally board showed that 100,047 United States coronavirus deaths have occurred. The United States has seen more coronavirus deaths. It's actually COVID-19, but why should I why should I correct johns hopkins why oh the the audacity of me coronavirus is the virus covid19 is the disease you die from covid19 you've been infected by the coronavirus oh why oh why why oh why do we know more than johns hopkins uh anyhow so the big trumpeting is going to be united states has more a uh, death and Orange Man should have done more sooner, even though Pelosi was dancing in the streets of Chinatown. Uh, I, I just, I, I can, I'm telling you, I can hardly take this stuff. China right now is saying that America is the troublemaker of the world. This is where we're at right now. That's Saul Alinsky stuff, too. From the chi I mean, it's it's ridiculous. New York is the hardest hit state, more than 363,000 coronavirus cases, 23,000 deaths, followed by New Jersey, 155,000 cases and over 11,100 deaths. And what we're going to have to take a good look at is and I'll tell you, I read I read a very encouraging piece Uh, talk about face masks. I meant to tie it in to the last segment. I ran out of time. But it was in Vanity Fair. I'm not a... I'm not not an... I don't often read anything in Vanity Fair. I'm not a fan. Uh, I don't like the agenda and I I don't care for much that's in that magazine. But this was a really good piece. And it was about if 80% of the American people wore face masks... We wouldn't need any of this stuff. Tracing, uh, quarantining, we wouldn't need any of it. They base it off of what they do in Japan. The day before yesterday, 21 people died. They got it right in in Vanity Fair of COVID-19, not of the coronavirus. In the United States... 2,129 people died now I'm also mindful that we're honest with our reporting China completely dishonest I I don't know about Japan but at the time this article was written we had about 80,000 overall deaths so it was a little while ago believe it or not not that long ago but a little while ago It was maybe about two weeks ago or something like that. Japan, by comparison, has a reported 577. Japan's population, because I wanted to look, you know, when you're comparing these things, you have to scale, you have to look at all of this. We have 328 million people. Japan has about 38% of the population of the United States but even when you adjust for population which i did when i looked at the numbers the japanese death rate is 2% of america's death rate so then you have to ask yourself and i did self what did japan do did they quarantine everyone did they do what we beat what we've been told to do for the last 9 or 10 weeks no Japan had no lockdown. They had active subways. Their businesses remained open. Bars, the karaoke's big, the karaoke bars. Their industries were open. They practice social distancing when they can, but they didn't seem to make a big deal out of it. But here's what they did. Everyone, and it's almost like a cultural thing, I guess that's not I guess that's not quite accurate, but it's it's just more accepted. They wear masks. So how about that? That's really the only difference. The the almost the entire population. Now, you know in America you can't get a hundred percent of the people to to do anything. You're just going to have, I mean, for example, and I don't understand it, but the horrible death of the man in Minneapolis, and it's terrible, and we spoke out about it at length yesterday, and I I think that the officer uh, should be charged from what I've seen and what, what I believe happened, and he will be charged, but why is the reaction to that always looting and setting things on fire? I don't understand what stealing, breaking the windows of stores and stealing from the stores, what that has to do with somebody that you think was murdered, wrongfully killed. But that's the reaction. Whether it was Maryland and, and also, too, they get called protesters. That's the other thing. It's, it's, it's like a playbook. All right, we don't like this. So we're gonna loot and we're gonna rob, and we're gonna we're gonna burn because somehow that all is synonymous with one another. I don't get it, but that's the way that it goes. so keep keep an eye out. you won't have to keep an eye out it'll it'll be it'll be before your eyes morning, noon, and night that we have hit a hundred thousand because they want to put that on President Trump. President Trump has killed. 100,000 Americans. This is how sick our times have become. People for years, Harry, when are the real bad guys going to get investigated? I can't take this anymore. They keep going after Trump and anybody in the Trump orbit and there's nothing there, but they keep investigating and they keep making up stuff and charging people. When are they going to actually do this to the people that have done bad things? Well, you know that... um, Dorham is working. Any better report with enough time to process it all in the minds of the American voters before election day. I'll tell you what, if this crap goes on and it's not over by election day, you 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 won't you won't like to see me when I turn green. But here's more good news. Attorney General William Barr has asked U.S. Attorney John Bash to review the unmasking that took place before and after the 2016 election. Finally, and let me tell you something, there are people, can I say this, on family talk radio? There are people pooping their pants. Oh, no. Don't say poopy. I'm telling you, if you're Samantha Power and you unmasked hundreds of people But you're out there in the public saying, you didn't unmask anybody. Well, now you're going to be under oath. Because our boy Bash, good name, he's going to be putting people under oath. Uh, Hi, Samantha. Or would you like me to call you Miss Power? Seems as though you've unmasked 200 and some people. Is that true? What's she gonna say under oath? What are they all gonna say? Comey, Struck, Page, McCabe, Rosenstein. What are they all gonna say? Clapper, Brennan, Rice. What are they all gonna say when the Bashbro comes? And starts posing the questions. John Bash, in case you're interested, is the U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Texas. This was a district that um, Sidney Powell, as a she was a deputy U.S. Attorney for the Western District. When time permits, I haven't had a chance to do it yet. I had 16 minutes with Sidney Powell when we guest-hosted the Guy Benson show all across America for Fox News Radio that was just fantastic. And I've got it at my fingertips. I just haven't had 16 minutes to play it for you. Uh, We should probably do that. Maybe even this hour, but I think I'd rather take your calls. See the dilemma? Four hours and six minutes. It ain't enough. We'll be back. 95.5 FM and
0: 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3, HD3 Millville.
6: A death in all the protests. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. This was close to the area of protests. John Elder with Minneapolis police. A man was shot at a pawn shop, reportedly, by the owner for looting. There are several reports of looting in the middle of the demonstrations in Minneapolis against the death of a black man Monday after an officer was seen on video kneeling on George Floyd's neck.
7: The evidence is there already. They should be arrested. Simple as that.
6: And the Minneapolis mayor agrees with him, also calling for the National Guard to help with the protesters, some of whom were angry. At other protesters for being violent. We
7: don't need you tearing up our community, breaking our windows up, and tearing up our streets.
6: A University of Connecticut student turned accused double murderer on the run since Friday has been captured at a truck stop in Maryland. Connecticut State Police detectives utilize social media, technology, and good old-fashioned police work in order to track down this suspect. State trooper Christine Jeltima two days after Twitter put a fact-check link under two of President Trump's tweets. He's taking action. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has this live... Dave, the president will sign the executive order today designed to roll back protections that safeguard social media companies from legal action for the content they allow. The president has long argued social media platforms, particularly Twitter, are biased against conservatives. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg told Fox News private companies shouldn't police what goes online.
2: Facebook shouldn't be... Uh, the arbiter of truth of everything that people say online.
6: The Washington Post reports the order will say we cannot allow a limited number of online platforms to handpick the speech Americans have act to, access to and share. Dave? Rachel, the president's happy a bill renewing Pfizer's surveillance has been put on hold in the House. The attorney general has since objected to an amendment added by the Senate. And President Trump urged Republicans to vote no on the amended bill until more is known about how FISA was used during the investigation. That's Fox's Jared Halper, Halpern. America's listening to Fox News.
5: When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
7: Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-858-1199. 800-858-1199. 800-858-1199.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist
7: Dan Zero. A bit sticky out there today with moderate to high humidity and high temperatures for South Jersey reaching for about 74 degrees. Patchy morning fog, then lots of cloud cover, a chance for a shower at some point, and a moderate risk of rip currents along the Jersey Shore. Cloudy tonight with some fog, low of 68, pretty muggy, and tomorrow will be steamy, high of 79, mostly cloudy, with a few thunderstorms too. One more round of rain early Saturday, then flipping to sunshine with falling humidity, still warm Saturday at 80 degrees. I'm Chief Men- Meteorologist Dan Zarrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground to the broadcast pioneers of philadelphia hall of fame i want to congratulate my friend harry hurley you're about to find out why harry hurley has been named to the talkers magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation live from the studios of town square media in northfield it's hurley in the morning on wpg talk radio 95.5
3: hey thanks very much uh it's 66 degrees it was an hour ago as well and while morning fog is in the forecast, I didn't see any uh, about four hours ago when, when I was on the road. But it's in the forecast. Then it'll be cloudy starting in the afternoon. High 71. South, southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Considerable cloudiness tonight with occasional rain showers that will begin after midnight. Uh, which means I'll probably be coming in tomorrow in the rain, which I can't stand. Uh, low 64 winds south at 10 to 20 miles an hour tonight scattered thunderstorms early in the morning then cloudy high 76 winds again out of the south at 10 to 20 miles per hour tommy hicks is the co-chairman of the republican national committee he's joining us in 40 minutes so we've got a lot to do between now and then let's get to it President Trump is expected to sign an executive order today on social media. This would normally not throw me, but I completely support this. You know I've been saying this for years, and I'll tell you, it's it's one of the sad things that happened with the Internet. It was free, and free speech was not stifled, and they didn't try to rig it. I mean, everything is rigged. For Democrats anymore. I mean, I can hardly stand it. And anybody out there that doesn't think that social media is rigged, Joe Biden is allowed to say and do anything. President Trump, they're now putting disclaimers on stuff he posts. And everything he posted about vote by mail was absolutely verifiably true. The problem is when they put something, and I will tell you this, The first time I get something like that put on my work, I'm just dropping the platform and I won't be a part of it anymore because I refuse to allow socialist, communist Democrats get to be fact checkers and they get to decide what is true and what's not true. No, thanks. No, thanks at all. So President Trump is signing an executive order today on social media companies. And the president is threatened to shut down websites that he is accused of stifling conservative voices. Can you imagine? He is capable of doing that even five and a half months before an election. Can you imagine how the Democrat media will they will lose their blank? What do you think I was going to say? There's no further details. And, of course, they always question, it's unclear, how Trump could follow through on the threat of shutting down privately owned companies, including Twitter, the company, declined comment. Well, sure. I mean, they're shutting down gyms. They're shutting down all kinds of things. Look, they would get a judge by the end of the day that would would flip it. Don't worry about that. I mean, for example, a three-judge panel u.s. court of appeals in washington that's um not unexpected they upheld the dismissal of a lawsuit by a conservative group uh who said that google and facebook twitter and apple uh were conspiring to suppress conservative political views i don't know why you dismiss something like that why don't you let it let it let it when you open up a bottle of wine what do they say you let it like breathe let it breathe what do you got to shut it down for If there's nothing there, the case won't be proven. If anybody doesn't believe that social media, and they saw how President Trump in 2016, how he mastered it, the man has 75 million followers on Twitter in a country of 328 million Americans where not half the country is even registered. So he, he has basically a database of half of registered voters. It's probably more because you're talking about his followers are typically a voting age and above. And you take out the numbers of people below that, his 75 million as a percent of the actual electorate is is huge. How many people out there have a belief that when you write certain things, they have a term for it. I, I, I don't know if it's ghost you or what they call it. it. They're really sneaky. If they choose not to pick a fight and, and tag one of your things as either false or partly false, and then they put their own link to something that people should go read that's the real truth, according to our fact checkers, their fact checkers suck. And they're typically just spinning truth into their lie, and then you get branded as the liar, and it's all part of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. They put their stink on you. <laughs> we're going to say you're telling the truth, but we're going to say you're a liar, and we're going to make ourselves the good guys, the fact-checkers, and then we're going to tell a lie with our fact-checking. I've never had... Anything I've ever posted on social media taken down. I've never had a comment from any of the, the companies themselves that something that I've put up is a lie or anything like that. But here's what I know has happened to me. Because I know, I know my footprint. But if I write certain things, I know it. I can't prove it, but I know it. They ghost me. They make very little number of people be able to see it. It's pretty slick. They have these algorithms, and they've got it buttoned down. They're really good at what they do. Make no mistake, my commentary has nothing to do with their level of competence. Their technology is, there's things they can do you don't even you don't even want to know about. You probably wouldn't even be a part of the platform if you knew how invasive their reach is. Incredibly so. But I know this. When I write certain things, they ghost me. And it's like, ha, 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 he wrote something, he thinks a lot of people are seeing it, but they're not because we control that. That's what they can do. Yes, we need We need congressional hearings. We need them under oath. We need them under oath, like the tobacco companies. No, we don't. We didn't. We didn't know that smoking tobacco causes cancer. We, we didn't. No, we we think it helps with digestion. They should be hauled in, and they should be made to answer. But of course, it's like all good things; it comes to an end. They'll destroy it because what they've done to taint it. But it's just like education. Education could be great, but the goal was politics, Democrat politics, and therefore they destroy it because they are willing, as a good friend of mine once said, they are willing to burn the house down to rule the ashes. We're going to break. We're going to do our breaks a little bit early so that we can get them all in so that we can have 15 minutes uninterrupted with Tommy Hicks to end the hour. This is early in the morning. here, Sean Hannity.
2: Your
8: morning cup of Sean. <laughs> this is, is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. We learn that this country is great because of the people in this country. All medical workers, doctors, nurses, janitors inside these hospitals are heroes. We learn that those medical manufacturers of all that medical equipment, you know, at a record pace, they're all heroes too. We learn that the farmers, packers, truckers, grocery store clerks, and and guys that stock the shelves daily to feed us, they're heroes. We, the people, you make it great. The people of this country are, I mean, it's the greatest country God has ever given man. There's just no other way to put it. And I think it should inspire every single American in terms of what we're capable of.
5: The conservative underground meets later today on The Sean
0: Hannity Show.
8: Summer's finally here, ladies and gentlemen. A summer like no other. So in many ways, our friends at Chamonix, they're celebrating you with a sale like no other. Right now, you'll get the classic Genucel. That gets rid of bags and puffiness under your eyes. They'll include the jawline treatment. And Chamonix will double your order for free. Now is the time to say goodbye to puffiness, dark spots, crow's feet, firm up any delicate skin you have around the jawline, neck area, and look your best, guaranteed, or you get your money back. Linda, you love Chamonix.
6: Yeah, I mean, their products are unbelievable. I love them. They go on so smoothly. It's all natural. My skin loves it. It's really easy under makeup. Just a really awesome product and made by a great American company.
8: So it's time for you to emerge strong, confident, and positive, and look your best. Go to GenuCell.com or call 800-SKIN-509. Chamonix will double your order for free. And by the way, they'll include their GenuCell immediate effects. You'll get free shipping. Double your order now, GenuCell.com or 800-SKIN-509.